Welcome to Cloud Sea Fiction. I'm Sam Milner, and this is episode three. We're going out west this time to do a little bit of horseback riding. Anyway, this is Overgrown Trails. As far as I'm concerned, Willie and I had just about everything in common. He was a big feller, about 17 and a quarter hands. I was six foot on a good day. He had a dirty blonde mane that would get nice and dark in the winter and bleach out in the summer, like mine used to do, before it was gone. He had a silver coat with brown spots and streaks and a droopy face. My wife said she thought was ugly when I was getting him. I argued, told her I was ugly. She laughed, agreed, then said she guessed she could learn to love him too, and she did. Always laughing when Willie would just grab leaves off the trees as we rode. He was always willing to eat, and so was I. Our bellies showed it. He was a mixed breed, cheaper, and it made for a healthier, longer life. Nothing has a personality like a mutt. The vet told me as I was getting him checked out to buy. Told him I thought that line was for dogs. He responded, said that it worked for almost any animal. I forgot to ask him why. And I mulled that question over often as I rode, especially after my wife stopped. She'd gotten Lyme disease, and it'd taken her energy to ride. See, we never used to get ticks up this way. But with a string of mild winters, that seemed to be the new norm. Now, we were getting everything, from ticks to rattlesnakes. And riding just wasn't what it was. So, I stopped riding. Scared of the disease, angry about what it had done to her, confused, and just trying to make it better for her in some way. After a week or so of keeping the horses stabled, she demanded that I go get them. (laughs) I think she was just sick of me always being around, but she insisted on me riding for the both of us. Riding alone, I was still thinking a lot about them ticks. Covering myself head to toe in clothing and fly dope and still feeling insecure. Kept mostly to the short grass trails, places not too far from home, places I felt safe. After all, I had a responsibility to come back in one piece, and the older I got, the more I felt like that might not happen. More than half a year went by, and my wife got a little better, but was still too frail to ride. I rode a little longer these days, but Lyme disease only got scarier as I watched what she was going through. But she kept saying, now you go out there and you ride for the both of us. It was mid-autumn. Our anniversary was nearing. The leaves on the trees were an explosive array of orange, red, and yellow, and I wanted her to come out and ride so badly. She had sat on her horse a few times in the late summer, but... Said it just didn't feel right. She still insisted that I go ride for the both of us, especially on our special day, as she called it. I asked if there was anywhere specific. She smiled, told me exactly what I would have guessed she'd say. The trail along the ridge line. I loved that trail, but it definitely had ticks. Now, Willie was in a particular mood that day as I took him out to the trailhead, figured he was wanting more food. The horse and I were on a joint diet at the request of wife and vet. 
I had to be a little more strict on Willie's reins. My wife's favorite story is the time in early spring when Willie just veered off the trail against all of my efforts to attack a little sapling that had had its first couple leaves sprout. But, in contrast, he wasn't eating today. Granted, he didn't like dead leaves, but there was still plenty of green around. We got all the way through the valley and up onto the ridge nice and quick because we hadn't taken any time to eat the passing foliage. I spent some time thinking about ticks and if I was covered enough. As soon as we were on the far side of the ridge, though, the mother of all storms opened up and just tried to drown the two of us right there. I didn't have to tell Willie, and he was at a quick trot back across the ridge, and there was lightning smashing so close that thought Zeus was trying to pin the lightning bolt where my horse's tail should be. It was freaking him out, and he was at a full gallop before too long. As we got back into the valley, the storm had already knocked over a tree, and it was coming at us at a full gallop. Willie was a trail horse, and I'd gotten him as an older man content not to do much jumping if I could avoid it, so we hadn't really ever jumped over anything before. And this tree, fast approaching, was pretty darn big. Willie jumped, and I guess we were a bit too heavy. I don't really know what caught, but all I knew was the horse was above me, I was above the ground, and hell was not far beyond that. A second later, I wasn't dead. Covered in mud and wondering if my horse was dead, I was shivering and as wet as I could have possibly been without being underwater. After a second, I collected my thoughts and scrambled to my feet, looked over at Willie, who was looking quite confused and just as muddy as I was. He then tried to scramble to his feet. Took him a little bit longer than it took me, and I was praying the whole time he was okay. He slipped a time or two, and it took my breath away each time he did, thinking, man, he might not be able to make it out of this. I wanted to get in there and help him out, but if he fell on me, I'd have a bigger problem. He finally made it up and stamped his hooves, getting his footing in the mud. It was getting dark, and we hadn't landed on the trail. It shouldn't be far, but I didn't want to risk walking in the wrong direction, getting more lost. I was about to give in, hide under Willie for the time being, and hope not to freeze. And then, I saw a light coming down the trail. It felt like I was crawling out of my grave seeing that light. Didn't know who it could have possibly been. And then I saw her. I couldn't help but cry. They were tears of, I don't know what, joy, bewilderment, or just sheer love. But my wife, in all of her frailty, had gathered every ounce of strength she had and mounted her horse and come out in that horrific storm to save us. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Cloud Sea Fiction. That was Overgrown Trails. It's a little short. If you want to stick around, I'm going to read a quick poem called Feather. It's still falling, even if it's slow. It's still going to hit the ground, even if it's gentle. But those are the ones we let fall the farthest, because they make no noise on the way down. Thank you for staying tuned. This was Cloud Sea Fiction. I'll catch you next time.